0: (laughs) or 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 or
1: Third episode, imagine that. I
2: know, three.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> that, we're struggling to imagine how we're going to get to two. Or three.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. If we've got <laughs> enough shit to talk about, but we're here doing a third one, so yeah, we're getting there. Yeah,
2: right. So, on this episode, we've got news from us, what we've been up to, where we've been getting to, uh, news from Six Town Chop Show. New things that are happening. Um, we've got a special guest interview, a very special guest, and uh, Simon Tails will music take them later on. Finish
1: out. It's going to be a busy show again, I think.
2: It's all good, dude. Yeah, yeah
1: definitely. Getting really um, some good so, filler on these, so it's good. Yeah. What have you been up to? Um, you been up to? How's your bike going on? Bikes going alright actually. Um, yeah, a bit of progress on that, thankfully. Kind of almost finished the exhaust pipes now and that's kinda of the last major bit of fabrication that needs to do into it. Yeah. Um then it's just a couple of like fine tuning things and little bits that always take forever but yeah. So hopefully I've got like the bank holiday weekend set in my mind that we're gonna get in the garage for a couple of days and yeah, get a load of stuff done. And that'll just ease my mind a bit then, which'll be good. But um yeah. yeah. We went over to um Holland as well a couple of weeks ago for a Hells race. Um, yeah
3: right
1: yeah so that was good that was a real good time actually the weather over there was amazing and um,
2: I've seen the pictures everybody looks like
1: they're uh, lobsters yeah <laughs> lobsters yeah. and caked in dust <laughs> yeah right yeah yeah it was, um, it was good cool the look. guys run a yeah. real good event over there and it's the first time I've been and um, Angelo and Bram and all the guys Hank yeah they all yeah it was a proper chilled event and uh, you can tell those guys are running it and it was, it was really good the facilities there were great and the track was it took a while to get used to but it was spot on on the end yeah definitely yeah, yeah. you been up too much man you've been you've been out and about no
2: uh, I've just been uh, oh this weather I hope everybody else has been making the, the use
1: of it making the most of it isn't it yeah cause oh man last didn't...
2: week's just been maggot, yeah so. it's been a proper um, like
1: a long God, long I've time of good weather
2: Issues with my bike, bike for a while, like just, um, and I've just managed to sort it out. Which is
1: what's been up with God it? God
2: sent for me. Um, it's just I, to be honest, with you, I've been chasing something that, it's, it it turned out that it was just back pressure problems. Right,
1: with okay. The,
2: the old, old style SNS Super E, um, running on the
1: straight through, and, yeah,
2: and yeah I know they are notorious for um, that flat spot but uh, um like speaking to some of the boys that know they were like, no 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 no, you should and them them cards should run with anything that's should, <laughs> you, you shouldn't you shouldn't have to put a baffle in you shouldn't have to put back pressure, you should be able to tune them it should run, so I've kind yeah. of been beating around the, the the wrong bush, yeah with jetting and with um air filters and stuff like that, but um, I just thought, you know what, I'm just going to stick something in it, in the pipes, and see if it makes a difference. It's
1: worth a go, isn't it, Kind of just to find out, just to rule that (laughs) one thing out, and then, at least you know then, either way.
2: Yeah. To be honest with you, I was more concerned about drilling my pipes for a (laughs) if It's not going to work, I'm going to hold my pipe, but it worked, it worked, it put about 30 brake horse on my bike, and then I'm getting no more flat. But, so yeah,
1: it's great. That's all. So, that's good then. Yeah. But, but
2: on the other hand, what it has done, which which we realised at the weekend, <laughs> it making it drink it just,
1: fuel. Yeah, I couldn't believe how it much.
2: Flat, there's a hole in the tank.
1: Yeah, know? it was. I can't believe so. how little mileage you got out of that thing. <laughs> all
2: the way home, I was like, oh man, I spent about. We did about. I did about 300 miles, something like. Yeah, that. you and, did. And that I think that cost me about thirty quid. <laughs> Every
1: fuel station, just stopping, just in case, like you don't want to get <sighs> caught out. No, ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah, just you need to. A... Just sick of looking
2: at her
1: and just thinking,
2: where's it going? <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it's so all good. But uh, a smile on your face, that's where it went. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good uh, ride on Sunday we had, actually, wasn't it? Sorry. It was a good ride we had on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, right
2: well
1: enjoyed it yeah definitely the weather was really good and it.
2: yeah Yeah. Um, FGH really some new stuff haven't you
1: yeah man we've been um, working on some new bits we've um, we dropped in another batch of CC bar bags and helmet bags as well yeah. and they flew out to Perfect. be fair so thank you for everyone for buying them Um, yeah it's always nice to kind of like when you see products just getting out and being used and yeah all the guys mm. that bought the CC bar bags off us have been sending us photos and they are a few of them getting a battering, but they're holding up to it so that's what they're there for and um we've, yeah. we've, we've, we've just been working so that, that bag
2: what you what you showed me at the weekend was that prototype or is that yeah that's that's, that's,
1: now? that's prototype that is so that's yeah. like second or third prototype we've had for that yeah. one and hopefully another like three weeks i think they'll be out for sale yeah. hopefully that kind of thing so yeah so they're just a good one. yeah much yeah. just more mu- usable size for like yeah. weekends away and stuff like that kind of thing. Camping, yeah. Yeah, yeah the, the one we have now is good for around town and getting out and doing our jobs and stuff. But, um, yeah, this one is gonna be more for camp it camp weekends and so that'd be good. Yeah. And me and Sammy have just been designing some new tees and hopefully get a new jacket out as well in the next month as well. So that'd be cool, ready yeah. for summer. So.
2: Yeah, it's good, mate. Yeah.
1: Cheers, man. Great. Yeah, it's um, it's fun working on it. It's just something else, cool. isn't it? And uh
2: So um. The big thing on this episode really I suppose is we've got a really cool special guest. Um Man, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed the day
1: out. Yeah, it was a good it was, yeah, it was a good day out and just being yeah. up with him in in his workshop is just to see where he works as well and see what equipment he's got there and, and just what he makes yeah. out of what he's got is is really impressive to see kinda of thing.
2: Yeah. Um, so we went to see um Toddy from Stocker Speed Shop. Um
1: all the We're way to Grimsby.
2: Friends.
1: Sorry? All the way to Grimsby.
2: Yeah, right. We <laughs> up to Grimsby yeah. on a Sunday morning. Uh, it was a bit fresh when we set out from good. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we had a chat with him. Um, yeah, just another great story. Um, um, I suppose, yeah, he's got a really interesting um, background.
1: Yeah, he seems to have see done a lot of different nice. things.
2: He's older than I thought he was. <laughs> Don't I'm not that. kissing his ass after. Me, but, <laughs> but I spoke to a few people, and like I was speaking to somebody last night, I'm not saying who it was, but I said, I can't believe Tony's that age. I didn't think he was that age. Um, so yeah, he got to see some early stuff.
1: Yeah, um, proper early stuff. Yeah, when he was telling, yeah, when he got into it, I was like, wow. Yeah. yeah. And um,
2: yeah, I suppose he... he Gives his story, you get to hear how he get how he got to his level of fabrication. I yeah,
1: and where his passion it's came not, from as well. Not like...
2: It's not overnight. You don't get that sort of. No,
1: thing. you don't do. No, just he's that. just uh,
2: he's just a really humble bloke, and yeah, it's a pleasure to
1: spend speak to some him time and with him. Share
2: him his and, story.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um... So uh, yeah, we'll cut yeah. in yeah. and hear from eh? Yeah, cut over to Toddy
2: yeah. and uh, have yeah. a chat. Here he is. Yeah. Alright, welcome to the show, Toddy,
3: all right. <laughs> we've
2: uh, made the trip up here to come and check out what you've got going on and uh, what you're all about. Hmm. Um, yeah, you've got shit loads going on as <laughs> yeah. well. Yeah, just like, a
1: bit. I haven't seen a b- <laughs> workshop this
2: busy for a uh, yeah. Ever. I think it was about six months ago I came up here and <laughs> there was half the amount of bikes and then there is
1: now, We can't even get in the door. Yeah, uh, cat, cat seems to get rid of them.
3: You
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get rid way. of one and two turn up.
4: Yeah, yeah, that's how it goes. And seems to be. Yeah, it's not bad though. Yeah, can't complain. Yeah.
1: yeah, so we're here in Stockers Speed Shop in Grimsby. Me and Sean just rode up. a couple of Miles on the bikes and he'd have a chat with Toddy about.
2: Just try and find out a bit more about Toddy. Yeah. To
1: see what, what <laughs> yeah. you're all about
2: and what you've come from and come what you from. What are you planning to do? Plan? Uh, <laughs> I'm not
1: a
4: plan. Well, let's start, yeah. let's start <laughs> so with us start never been a plan. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> retirement <laughs> so, Retirement. <plan>. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, Yeah. Without everybody, everybody else as well. Mm-hmm.
2: So, just give us a bit of a background of, of like where, where, where you've come. Have you grown up here in Grimsby? Yeah. Mm. So, um, and like, have you been into bikes since you were
1: a kid or...
4: Uh, since I was about 13, 14, yeah. something like that, yeah. Um, used to get into trouble a lot. And yeah. my uncle had motorbikes. And, um, Used to get on my mum's nerves all the time. So I Oh, go see your uncle Mick, he's got something for you. I'm like, oh. Alright, what? Well, went down there, and my mum had obviously had a word of him. So he didn't keep me out of trouble, or what have you. <laughs> and they had this old Mobile moped, if you can get it going you can have it. And I'm like, oh, what hell, That'll be alright. Um, 'cause there's a big chopper scene going on here in the in the 70, early seventies. Yeah. Mid seventies, sorry. Um, hot rods and all sorts. There to yeah. be quite a lot of stuff going really? on here, yeah. You always be down at the seafront on the um, Rally Chopper. At arm's length, you know, at a distance looking at all these choppers and that, and yeah. with engines on an angle like, you know, <laughs> long forks and all that, yeah. mofos they call them, um, them. yeah, and that, oh, something appealing about this, like, you know what I mean? And so that's when you first feel this
2: memory of choppers?
4: Yeah, well, no, it goes back further than that, 60s, yeah, yeah there used to be a few around town and that, and... <clears throat>
2: You were a young man,
4: now, were you? I would be about five or six. Yeah, right. Um, there's a fish restaurant in town called Steels. They used to take me there on a Sunday, real nice fish and chips and that. And you sit upstairs and out the window, you look over in the marketplace, and there's this seedy little doorway with a sign above it called the Paper Onion Club. Like, <laughs> what's going on there? You see all these choppers outside and all yeah. that, and all these scruffy H-ins and that. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, what's going on? And um, you just found it fascinating. You never know I mean? found out what it was. Yeah, I did about <laughs> 10 years ago. A mate had a load of photos from there. <clears throat> like, it's just like I imagined it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> psychedelic painting on the walls and yeah, all that, right. and all. Sat there, stoned, and what have you, and you're like, fucking okay, no. hell. Class. Found it appealing, you know what I mean? And then um, on a Saturday morning, um, my mum and dad used to go shopping. My dad used to sneak up because he hated shopping and take me down the bowling alley. And they'd all be there as well. <laughs> you know what I mean? He'd be like, well, oh, can hell. Looking at these bikes, the old man's, get away from them, what? they were there then. <laughs> <laughs> Dangerous, <laughs> do you know what I mean? And yeah. um, Don't even look at them. He, he just had, look that, at them. He had that <laughs> war, do you know what I mean? He's just like, yeah, yeah, what's going on? You know what I mean? It's like from an early age, I had this like, attitude that, in um, the world in the way I want it to be, you know what I mean, it's not what I want to fit into, you know what I mean, it's always like, the yeah. things you're not supposed to do was always more appealing. Attractive,
1: yeah, more attractive and
4: yeah. Sometimes you feel with. like
2: you look for the things that you're not supposed to do. Yes, you yeah. do, yeah. Because you just like going against the grain.
4: Yeah, I've always been a bit of a free spirit, do what I yeah, want to yeah. do, and like when I was five and I had to start school, we were like, Hating fuck it. that. <laughs> my mum took me the first day and it took about four or five of them to get me in. <laughs> And then when she'd gone, I sneaked out and went back home again.
3: <laughs>
4: um, you know, it's just that, I wanted to do what I wanted to do, and these people on these choppers kind of did what they wanted to do, and it's like, I like this. You know what I mean? And you just hang around the seafront, see them all. And yeah. I
1: think
4: there is that appeal with choppers and that kind of mm. whole scene of that. I liked it because nobody like... liked them, you know what I mean? It was yeah. great. And the, you got left alone. Yeah.
3: That's what yeah, you saw. Nobody...
4: And I thought, I, I really like this, and I like. I was always taking things to bits.
2: So did you get that bike that your uncle gave you running? Then? Yeah, I did. First yeah.
4: Bike? yeah, yeah. That was my first bike. Yeah, mobile Moped pedal and pop. Yeah. I thought it was massive. <laughs> <laughs> what,
2: what were you thirteen? Thirteen
4: or fourteen, something like that. Yeah. yeah. But the, the funny thing is, my mum got me down there to keep me out of trouble, but it got me into <laughs> shitloads more getting yeah. into yeah, bikes. Right. Yeah. Stuff she didn't didn't know about me.
2: So was that, was that the start of
4: That was bikes? the start, yeah.
2: So you got rid of that and got something
3: else
4: and like, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. I, got a, I got to, well, I had little field bikes and things yeah. and then got to 16 and got them an under SS50. Right. So I, I left school and the very next day I went into work, like, you know, I, I got a job. So, my mm. dad got me like, in a sawmill and just saved up a few weeks wages, because you could buy a new one for 250 dollars <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> worth about two and a half grand now, I think. <laughs> Yeah, it just snowballed from there, and, and got another bike, and then another one, and, yeah. and now I've had over 260 bikes, I think. Yeah. Really? Yeah, last count, what well, I can remember anyway. But, yeah. yeah. And then like, got, I always wanted one of these choppers, but I knew nothing about them. You know what I mean? How to do it? And, yeah. But like, in them days, you had no money. You was only on twenty quid a week. You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. Um So you start. You buy a street chopper and all that. Mm. So Is you have that what like stuff?
3: You could, in could it. get that.
4: Yeah, you could get that. Yeah, you WH Smiths. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, 50 pence, I think. Well, one of them, that worked probably in shillings, actually. <laughs> 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 but yeah, um, yeah you, look, you buy them and it was unobtainable stuff. You yeah. see all the Smith Brothers and Fetro adverts. I don't know the fuck they was then, do you know what I mean? But yeah. now you like, look for them it. bits because they're worth money, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, and you couldn't get out unless you wrote a letter to America, sent a postal order, waiting six weeks to find out you'd been ripped off,
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you
4: Sometimes you get some handlebars, whatever you ordered, and yeah. stuff like that. But you just think, oh, the only way to do this is to make it. Work it out for yourself. Mm, my granddad, he was a tinker in the shed with wood and that, and he got me into making stuff. So you like, yeah. you just transfer wood to steel, on you know? it's the same thing. So you weld it rather than using nails. Yeah. What, were you yeah. doing?
2: what were you doing for a job at this point?
4: Working in a sawmill, right?
2: Okay.
4: Yeah, um, and that was
2: where your man was working as well, you say?
4: Yeah, he was. Yeah, he got me the job there. Was he handy with the spanners? No, the nothing. Nothing. No, no, just decorating. He's got to decorate. I didn't do it every week. I <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, he's like, what are you messing around with? These pieces of shit? You'll never get anywhere doing that. And he was right. <laughs>
3: but, <yeah. laughs>
4: um, so that yeah, was the start of where you started that was building the start, from yeah. Got to 1979, I thought I'm just going to build my own chopper. And yeah. I got an XS 250, then I had that on the road, it was stripped down a little bit, and had a German cross-back light on like you yeah. did, and like daggers for footrests <laughs> and that. <shit bar> and,
3: <laughs> and
4: then, as luck would have it, a chopper shop opened in the marketplace, not far from this Paper Onion Club, about 50 yards down the road. Yeah. And it was one of the mofos, the um, Rick's Chop Shop it was called, and I went past there on a Friday night and I see it and I'm like, bloody hell, they was um, decorating the window and that with all these parts, so I pulled up, like, bloody hell, yeah. what, where's this, this come from outer space, this shop, you know, yeah. you can get, buy all this drug speciality stuff and all that you see in the mags. And then um, I was looking in the window and his wife, Linda, called call um, Says, oh, we're open tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock. i like, I'll be here. <laughs> um, turned up there and bought this German cross-pack light and things <laughs> and that. And I couldn't stay out the shop. I was there every day. I used to get on his tits. I bet. Like, what are you doing here again? Yeah. I'm just looking at this stuff on the
3: wall. And like, you know
4: what I mean? <laughs> so I've i just lost my job, sorry, at the time. So I was on the dole. So I had plenty of time right you know I mean? How old are you at this boy? Um 79, I'd be 18. Okay. Uh, and um, yeah, uh, yeah, I was in there every day. What and was like,
2: two fifty. Yeah, yeah. I've
4: got some photos of it. Own some works. Yeah, but, um, <coughs> he got it hardtail for me, and I was looking. I thought, that doesn't look that hard. Yeah, you know what I mean. It was like, a welder and a bender, but at the time. Yeah, I was in there every day and every day, and it went on for a couple of years and ended up working there, giving me a job. He's you're going to hang around, you might as well just fucking do something.
3: <laughs> <laughs> just got really what interested. What that
4: place called? Brick's Hog and Chop Shop. Oh, yeah. I've Still got one of the cards from there. But um, he was building a knuckle at the time called um, Hog Tide. All candy red and that and yeah, gold plate yeah, yeah. and um, the UL Springers or VL Springers, whatever they are. Mm. All gold plate and that, and he won Kent Custom Bike Show with it. Yeah. Yeah, so that was kind of good to be around. You know, yeah, you really was, yeah,
3: that was the big that, show at the time. Yeah, that
4: was mm-hmm. the show, yeah. And then he, he had three different guises, that bike. He, he changed it to a purple one the next year. Then he did one called p in Backstreet Heroes 1. It was um, all white with gold digger wheels, like solid wheels um, all engraved yeah. in that, which I believe that Dick Tree's got them now, them wheels. I was talking I to him the Uckle. I think year. I've seen that. I yeah. think that and really means about that, yeah. yeah, it's got like the fender cut yeah. away like yeah. like yeah. it's ragged away in the wind and that. And, and that one Kent as well, so he well, well, won well, it
2: twice. When would this have been?
4: This would be getting probably 82 by now. Yeah.
2: yeah. And then... Old magazines, must be. Yeah,
4: it's in battery Heroes mm-hmm. one. I've still got the mag. And then he kind of, he, he, he moved shop and I was doing it on my own by then. And um, there was another lad started up called Rick James, and, um, and I started going down there a bit and helping him. Um, I want not part of the business, but I used to just work there and do me mm. <coughs> do some bits for him so I could get bits off him, do you know what I mean, exchange like. And he was putting his CBX style together, or well, mad exhaust system, low red thing like that and that one can't. Chop it. Yeah, so mm. it's come here three times, that trophy. <laughs> Two people call Rick as well, <laughs> and it's just like it's just really inspiring stuff, you know what I yeah. mean? And yeah, yeah, it just snowballed from there, yeah, got yeah. more serious about it, and got my own way. Yeah, okay, my so own welding. They
2: teach you a lot of the machining and welding and all that no, sort of stuff. Not no, not
4: the machining or yeah. the welding, just the, um, <clears throat> what things wear and how to make bikes look, and yeah. the fabrication a lot of fabrication going on. That's why I, I got that from Rick James, like, right? Okay. He was pretty clever, he was a good artist, and he could draw stuff. And, yeah, um, transfer it over to Yeah, work, and, and it wasn't that hard, to be honest. And, you know, you make a cardboard template, and you just hammer it, <laughs> chuck it in the bin, do it again. <laughs> <laughs> just carry on like that until you, right. so you get it right. And yeah. then, you know, it's like anything, the more you do it, the better you get at it. Um, yeah.
3: Yeah.
4: yeah, I think metal work is much
1: like that, is that like you have to keep on top of it, like keep working at it kind mm-hmm. of thing. and you have yeah. like a week
4: off or something, you come back to it and it's Yeah, like, you've got to walk away sometimes. Yeah. Sit there, have a fag cook and say, looking at it, thinking, drives you mental. <coughs> I think that's the thing we do, most people build bikes, just sit and look at them, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Thinking and thinking and <laughs> I mean how many people in probably just sit in the garage alone just, just staring at the bike. Yeah. And you're like, people think it's an illness, isn't it really? <laughs> Even when I've got it and, and when I've got it and I know
2: what I want. Oh, I can be three quarters of the way through it, and I can still sit back and look at it and think, Nah, it's not going to work. Got to change nah. that. go yeah, again. Yeah. Something different. It's
4: all about the lines for me and proportions, mm. and I have to get every, all the lines right, and yeah. it has the flow. You know what I mean, yeah. But still old school. You know what I mean, I don't like the modern choppers and that. I mean, they're all right and right, they're clever.
3: Yeah.
4: But oh, I can build the stuff now what I couldn't have when I was younger. Unfortunately, it's become fashionable. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. So if you, well, it, it is a good thing, really, that it has become fashionable because it's made bits available. And, yeah, yeah and I think yeah, it's good for a lot. I can't knock it. Like. Yeah, there's more things available and there's just more people doing it as well. In there, mm. so it's and it's keeping better. it in the limelight, so, which makes it harder for them to bam. Yeah, there's that in there. <laughs> yeah, there's all these TV yeah, programs now because mm. it is a grey area. Building shoppers, isn't it? And yeah, very much so. I think it's more accessible now than it was then. I mean, you turn, yeah. up a pub, uh, turn up at a pub in the late 70s, early 80s, and you just get thrown out and turned away. Now they're having bike nights at them. Yeah. Now I don't like it, because you're accepted now. <laughs> it's the moment that you was getting kicked out of places. Yeah. But now you're allowed in, you're like, I want to be kicked out. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't want to be allowed in. It's become too acceptable. <laughs> it's
4: losing its... No, not losing its appeal, but... It's losing that it's cool. bad boy image, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's just... Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. I think the
1: same with the tattoo world as well. Yeah. Think that's just. Well, so I acceptable got the ta- first
4: tattoo when I was and I was seven semen, I was, this only? Oh, you're a rogue.
2: Oh. <laughs> you just get it on your arm or something like yeah. that. And that was classed as like. Yeah. yeah. Complete and utter yeah.
3: down and out yeah. anarchist. Yeah. If you've
2: got a tattoo. I can you're, remember when. It, if you had the tattoo on your, on your forearm or your hands, especially, or your neck, you were mm. punk as. Oh yeah, right, it, yeah, yeah. People just stare yeah. at
4: you. Know? Yeah. I uh, right. it, he yeah. yeah. Even when you had Even a Mohican haircut, people yeah. like, oh, <laughs> yeah, what's
2: that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Isn't it? But now it's like everybody's got hand tattoos and neck tattoos. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's like
4: you've got to get them on your, on your head or your face
1: now, aren't yeah. you? To do some yeah. punk rock. <laughs> oh, I've got go
4: more and more. And she goes, "What well, you're gonna look a bugger when you're sat in an old folk's home. I says, "Well, I'm not, because <laughs> I'm gonna be there with my mates and we'll all be covered in them." Yeah, so exactly. You're yeah. gonna look odd if you ain't got one, isn't it?
1: That's what it is Thank now so. it's odd if you haven't got a tattoo mm-hmm. now like it's
2: just
4: mm. yeah. But, yeah. so how long have you been in this place? about seven years i think we,
2: did you go from so there was there was there was an in between stage was the way yeah, from then. when you were working with those guys doing the shops yeah and then
4: then um I got another job again working in a fish factory mm. got a bit into the sportier stuff building. The one called Street Fighters and just like Street Racers. Yeah. And then.
2: But you were making frames and stuff at that point, were you? Yeah.
4: Mm. Yeah. Uh, Mid 80s, I have made my first frame, I think, a shovel head, of all
3: things.
4: Mm. Jumping at the deep end. Because um, Japper frames are a lot easier, aren't they? You ain't got a separate <laughs> gearbox and that and getting wine and all that. But yeah. I, I had a go and I made my own jig. um Some old boy who used to work in a fabrication place he, I used to go beg metal from, do you know what I mean? Oh, you got a bit of this, he got a sheet of that.
2: Oh. I still do that, that now. Yeah, but <laughs> funnily, funnily
4: enough his name was Toddy, Jim Todd. And because we had the same name he kind of um, looked after me. And it turned out he built racing sidecar chassis and I only he built a few of them that was quite well known and that and he showed me how to go on making frames properly and how to make me jig and all that. And then yeah, I got a job in a fish factory, so I was doing it on the night time when I got home.
2: Big industry up here the fish, eh? Oh,
4: yeah. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> works in a fish somewhere. It's hard to avoid, <laughs> but, you know, whatever, it pays the bills, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, I wanted to do this for a living, you know what I mean, but mm-hmm. now I'm glad I didn't really. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, then you started making them sort of like
2: Street Fighter frames?
4: Yeah I got in touch with a mate of mine from school, Um, we never really got on at school but when you leave school you grow up a little bit and find out each other's alright and he was really really clever he is, Um, never finished out but (laughs) really good at doing stuff and we just got together and we opened this place called MyTech and started doing these alley frames like Spondon and all that and and, but because I was old school and he was new school, or oh, went to CNC everything, which was great. Two totally different worlds, do you know what I mean? But together, it, it worked. We made these Street Fighter, and it just went ballistic. Really? Absolutely ballistic, yeah. It's it's a shame we ended it, really. We weren't really getting on, because we've got a difference of styles. And different, he was like, say, new school, I was old school. We clashed a lot, so, so we conflict, used to, yeah. really argue, but... It was just boiling up. Friction. Yeah. You know what I mean? And just different personalities and all that I think. And
2: Is that what finished it then?
4: No, not really. Um, I just got fed up with it right? Um, because <clears throat> it was one of them jobs where you've got to be there all the time, you know what I mean? Getting quite repetitive a few Yeah, I don't like repetition. No. I like to do a one off bike when was building bikes all the same. Mm. Well, not yeah. all the same, but there's all the same frame, same swinging arm. Sometimes we do a single sided arm, sometimes we do like a normal swinging arm. Um, but it won't wear where my heart was. My heart's into choppers, do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? But mm-hmm. well, we did really well, but, and then we just, I, I left in
3: the end. Like, with
1: choppers there's so much creativity in each bike yeah where if you are just making similar bikes yeah
3: I at to first another.
4: it was really good because it uh, was different yeah 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 and we turned out some wicked stuff it's like 350 horsepower bikes we got into turbo and in we got into, in made friends with then Pip Iam I don't know if you've heard of him from Manchester village bike shop he was a famous drag racer and bike builder hmm. he's, he's really well known from late 70s early uh, 80s and um, his bikes was all, was black with blue straps. If you look in the old drag racing things you'll see him. <coughs> he was very clever and he got us into turbos and showed us how to go about and all that.
1: So did you ever race them yourself? or? Uh, like the yeah, saw
4: I'm one of them. I, didn't <laughs> I, um, I rode one of them, um, I took it down the, the A180. One. <laughs> uh, I won't say how fast I was going but <laughs> I wound it on in top gear and it just spun the wheel and wheeled. And then it cut out and I had a sharp pain in my knee and I thought, what's that? It had an SNS Super E on it, Blue on notch. the side of the table, and it sucked my knee into it. And I had a, a blood stain, it sucked the blood out of my leg. Oh, wow. In the shape of an SNS intake. It even had the three screw holes in it. <laughs> I took my jeans off as a bruise, like a love bite, exactly the same shape. It was brilliant. So, yeah, it was quick. And um, Guy Martin's got one of them now, it scares him to death. But, yeah, I left there and pursued yeah. the chopper thing again. So is that when you came into here, when you stopped off? Uh, yeah. So yeah. That well, I was job. doing it from home. Right. And, yeah. Then, yeah. and it got out of hand, so... It's out of hand here now. Yeah,
3: yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's one of them jobs that snowballs mm. kind of thing, I don't
2: know. So is there anybody you sort of like, say, that you follow? You know, like the, this day and age, because of social media and stuff like that. You know, there's,
4: well, that's opened up a whole new world, hasn't it? Mm. Just,
2: but mm. you can see what other, so many other people are doing yeah. on a daily basis. So, is the like anybody you sort of like follow that you say, yeah, that's me. I'm, I'm, i uh, uh, down that road. Oh, Americans.
4: So same metal works, I look yeah. at them and I just, it just blows me mind. You think you're doing all right, and then all of a sudden you realise you work shit. Your <laughs> <mat down. laughs> you're like, fucking hell, thought I'm doing all right. <clears throat> but, and, the, and, the, and they're half your age, and that's really annoying. <laughs> but <laughs> but the, the Americans have got access to machinery. They seem to be a lot richer than us. Yeah. Everything we do, it's always on a budget and big steal and borrow yeah. it.
2: bigger over there, though, isn't yeah. It? Like, yeah. And you go and cheaper
4: there. and you can afford it. And yeah. They call
2: them shops, but they're like
4: it's a supermarket.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but they're like the garage. In, they're, they're situated on the side of houses and stuff, like they're a garage. Oh yeah, but it's like a frigging warehouse, like yeah. on the side of a house.
4: Yeah, they are. Yeah,
2: it's like, there's no way you'd pass, pass planning for for. Doing the only thing, I even if you got the money over here, <laughs> yeah.
4: the Americans though, it seems to be one man, one job. Where here you have to do it all yourself. Yeah. You've got here. You've got to be a fabricator, welder, yeah. um, painter, polisher, upholsterer. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah. The, the Americans. I mean, it, it seems that these days more Americans are doing it themselves. But it used to be like one man, one job. You have somebody wire it, somebody do your welding, yeah. call a guy in to paint it. Yeah. yeah. Like here we j- well, I think most of us who are build shoppers do it, most of it ourselves. Yeah. You know, I mean, I try to. <laughs> you try, definitely. A lot of them bring their stuff here, right? <laughs> yeah. We we'll won't talk about that, will we?
2: When we've been speaking to people, there have been like a lot of comments made about like the way that um, things have been going Like from completely old school to... Like they're old school looking, but bringing this modern twist into it where there's like lots and lots of intense engineering going mm-hmm. into, yeah, intricate parts that are, would you, you wouldn't think about putting that amount of man hours into uh, a, yeah. an head steady or a you know a, a, a tail light bracket or whatever you know it's like, but there's um. And I, th- I think that's something out of everybody in this country. You see it happening a lot in the States, but I think that's something that I see in your work. You mm. spend a lot of time doing...
4: Yeah, too much time, yeah. Uh,
2: doing the support. little detail work yeah. and just, yeah. I remember, like, I think it was the first time I met you, when we were when you brought that Triumph to the Hayride. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I sat I and looked well. at that back plate on the, on the oh. brake, and I was just like, so I know good. now, I understand it now, how you did it, because mm. you were telling me, and I didn't get it at the time. Yeah. It's just like that. It's just ridiculous how he's done. How mm. has done
4: that? Couldn't it, get me anywhere. It, it ain't that difficult though. I've sold people that, yeah. and they go, "What is it? Well, it isn't. Yeah. It's just a, a round bit yeah. of plate." But then, and just spend a week whittling it, it away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but nobody was doing
2: it then. That no, was no. like, there's a few people now that are touching and trying to do more. Mm. You know, getting tricky with the oxycetylene and bending stuff, and you know, yeah. and like. Uh, machine stuff and that, but I think then that uh, yeah blew my mind that part I did when it first mm. came out. Because it, it's just the right amount of detail. detail yeah, it was like, no thought know no I mean. it not just still old. It's still yeah. classic,
3: mm. but
2: you can tell that somebody built it that knew you know it wasn't it wasn't thrown together in, uh by somebody that it just. Just first time I had to go at
4: it like it's proper. Yeah, I locked myself away for about six months in the workshop doing that. <laughs> and you just get, you get, you get creative. It's a creative hobby anyway. It's, and you know, you you make an L bracket when you first start out, and a yeah. tombstone with a bullet hole in it and a bracket. And, <laughs> and you just get ambitious. They think I can make that a little yeah. bit nicer shape. And then I'll try to make things look like organic, if you know what I mean. So it's. Nice to touch and feel them. Yeah. Flow. There's like a fender struts there. You could just quite easily put a round bar in there. Yeah. yeah. And then, but you know flatten the ends and shape it, and yeah. it just it looks old. Yeah.
2: Um. But that's the art of it is
4: making something so you can. It's proportions it still and lines in and keeping looks, with old. Yeah. If you know what I mean, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Without
2: making it look like ability.
4: Yeah, well yeah. that back brake plate that was all machined out of billet, but then you sand it and blast it, looks it like it's been cast. and then polish it, and it looks like cast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what I like to do. Yeah, if you can make it look old mm. when it's actually brand new.
1: I was, I was chatting with one of the boys back home about your bikes and that, and you kind of, you could quite easily no disrespect but like walk past it because it looks like a classic bike
4: that's what like, I like about yeah. it yeah but then you actually look at it and the detail mm-hmm. work on it and everything I first noticed that when I took that in um, trying to the A-Ride because he's taking it to the A-Ride he's taking it to the A-Ride I'm like oh, I've never been in a big show before
3: it <laughs> could be
4: shit you know what I mean <laughs> yeah it looks good to you and you're happy with it yeah, and all that yeah and then I thought oh, alright I'll take it and I, it was documented a lot on Dirty Bobbers that yeah. forum was yeah at, I can remember it yeah, yeah I, step by step and that and, and people are like, bloody hell, how do you do that? You, think, hmm, you can't be too bad at it then. <laughs> and then they, I took it to the A-Ride and it just blew me away. I was like, freaking hell, I couldn't get near it. Yeah. But it was one of them bikes, like say, I like them, so you walk past them. Yeah. And then something catches your eye. But you're there hours looking at it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you think, all oh, that time and effort's paid off. You know what I mean? You don't do it to like, oh, show off. It's just. No. It's
1: trying to make like a useful part look good yeah I think and yeah
2: I think there's something mm. like
1: uh, some of the some of the guys that
2: have only like recently gotten into it and they've started to build stuff they they probably have that urge to prove what they what they can do yeah Whereas I think impress, somebody so. like yourself that's been doing it for so long mm. it's obvious that it's it's not, you're not trying to prove, you've proved it over and over and over what you're capable of doing, you know what I mean? It's yeah, quite, well okay,
4: case, so I just, I, in competition with myself all the time, exactly. i have never met make that look better. I mean, that bike here, that's my red one, it looked quite nice. People, why are you changing it? It's spot on. Because you've had because it Because uh, you get halfway through a build and you get another idea. Mm. And you ain't got the time or the money to do it, so. <laughs> yeah, leave it. A, yeah, and a I bit, suppose um, when you do it like I do it here for a living, for a living. Um, You've always got to keep up in your game to get the work, because that's what gets you your work. Yeah, if you just keep making the same things over and over, yeah, people just get bored of it. I mean, there's people out there who who, who do stuff. It's perfectly functional. Mm. It does the job. It looks nice, but it could be so much more. More. Yeah. For little effort, you know what I mean? It's yeah. And yeah, I just like to change things. Or well, I, I can't afford to build another one anyway, so I have to strip that one down and do something else. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And that's been about four five different bikes now, right? Well, <laughs> you think how well these people say, How can you change it? Mm. Just change the tank and the handlebars totally changes the bike. Yeah. yeah. And you know, even a paint job it's, it's transformed shit, them, it to
2: the bikes that are out there that are absolutely the same bike, just with mm. like you say a different few mm. top bits on it. it, makes it look like a different bike. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, what have you got on at the moment then? Are these all customer bikes or are they uh, yours?
4: And mainly mine. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> triumph there is for a mate Dave, he's into scooters he is, he does scooters for a living, Mad Speed. He does some good jobs on scooters, doing a Triumph for him.
1: What have you done for that so far then?
4: Um, just you make everything fit, it's nothing frame too frame flash, it's just make it hmm. an old school. Try to bother really I think if you want to call it that. Yeah it is isn't it. Yeah, my, uh, Jake's doing most of it. Yeah. I just weld stuff up for him. And
2: so here when you're doing your thing here are you, um, is it just you and Jake or does Jake just come over every now and again? Or?
4: No he's here every day. Is he? Yeah apart from Sundays I like Sundays alone you know what I mean So that's <laughs> when I do my own <laughs> stuff. <Isn't quiet>. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so see, I, I struggle to work when somebody's there doing my own stuff. I can yeah. do it on other people's bikes easy but on your own stuff because you've got to go that yeah. yeah, one step forward. It's kind of a a lonely hobby, really. It's, it's, it's very fun. lonely, isn't it? Mm. I think bike building is very lonely, kind of. Yeah, if, if you're creative and that, it's, once somebody to talk, it, it irritates you. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, fuck off.
3: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
4: yeah, you don't mean out by it, like it, but no, you're in that zone, aren't you? And you just need to. Uh, I'm to really ill all with me, it. Though, I'm 110 percent into it. You know what I mean? And it's it is an illness.
2: <laughs> so there's nobody else that comes in here
4: and helps you. Um Chris helps us out now yeah. and again and, right. that. and those four four of us share the place, like. Right. It usually right. ends up me sorting it out for him. <laughs> 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 well, yeah, yeah. It's more of a hobby kind of thing that's got out of hand.
1: But everything
4: But yes. not enough to make a living out of, really, you know what I mean? It's
1: yeah, we were discussing that earlier. Weren't yeah, we? Then,
2: it's very difficult, especially yeah. in this. It seems like in the states, people I don't know whether there's more money over there or whether there's more t- more work or what. It seems like I some think people are a lot more willing money. to
4: spend. Yes, yeah, like they appreciate the it. Yeah, it's so hard to get the money over here that it's
2: very, very difficult. You don't want to, to part with it. Living, yeah. Say, yeah. yeah, but um, you you do everything as well. Here, like you were saying, I think. Yeah. I don't like. There's probably a lot of people that do most of it, but mm. I don't think there's many people that do everything, everything. No. Down to upholstery and paint and everything themselves. Like that's mm.
4: yeah, that works well, not to the level that you're that, doing. No, that's exactly. yeah, that's not evolved to from not being able to afford it.
3: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah. You just do it yourself I like to have a go at stuff. Do you know what I mean? If you can, if I, somebody can do it, then so can I. That's the way I see yeah. it. Yeah, probably not this, as good, but
1: yeah. I can remember when I. Had the shovel first, swing arm, and I wanted like a leather tooled seat kind of thing on there. One of my designs, and so I got a price for it. and I just blew my mind about the price. I was like, I'm not paying that, (laughs) I'll do it myself. Just bought a cheap kit off eBay and went at it. Kind of thing, it came out all right, but yeah. Mm. Then spent so long doing it, you can't appreciate why they're charging that much money for it. (laughs) It took forever.
4: I like like people who do a lot, do most of it themselves. And Sean at Down and Out, he um, used to do a lot of it himself, but to run it as a business like he is. You can't do it yourself, you've got to farm it out. Yeah. It's so happened. time consuming, doing those little yeah. jobs and that yeah. kind of thing. And Too much time in it and yeah. won't pay, which is why I'm skint. <laughs> <laughs> and it's loaded. <laughs> <laughs> but it's that repetition thing again, which I'm not very good at, i just like to do one off. Yeah. And that but yeah, I like people to do it themselves, get creative with stuff, it? It's I'm always scanning. Instagram and all that see what's going on. Really and interesting, yeah, you know I mean? it If is, I make yeah. anything I usually do a step by step of how oh, I've done it. I don't keep it a secret, share it. Yeah. Someone will learn from that and Yeah, it, the imp- and I learn from that so yeah. same metal works. You think, oh, I can do that. That's yeah. cool that you're doing that
2: as well. Mm. I think not trying to hide it or no, keep it to yourself kinda of thing. Yeah. Like, and, They're dead
4: mm. yeah. they are protective over it something And try to charge your fortune for it, yeah. I'd rather I'd rather see somebody do do something than bring it here for me to do. Which is bad for business, but yeah. But I just like creativity and people who are creative. You know what I mean? It's you yeah, all feed right off reason, each I mean, other. Yeah. We all nick each other's ideas yeah, and alter that, it yeah. to our own. Yeah. Just say we did it. <laughs> yeah, I did it
1: first. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: yeah. that'd
2: be quite satisfying for
4: you, though, if you saw somebody that's
2: try something new and work it out on their bike, and and also be appreciative to you mm. for, for showing them how to do it. That must be quite satisfying. Yeah, for it is.
4: Yeah. When I was telling you earlier really, to teach this motocross, um, it was for total delinquent kids, you know what I mean? Mm. Lost causes. Yeah. It was to give them something to do, which seemed wrong at the time. I mean, my idea at the time was just line them all up again, the one, shoot a lot of them, <laughs> and then the problem. Why are you giving them the like good right. idea? <laughs> yeah. But actually, working with them, it changed my mind because um, the gaffer who was in charge of it, it was a bit like a school teacher, right? You've got to do this, you've got to do that. So we had to build the track. And then um, yeah. work on the track, um, on the bikes and all that, and run it as a scheme, like you know what I mean? But he was like, Oh, you've got to do that. And I was like, fuck oh, off, I'm not doing that, <laughs> you know what I mean? He used to bugger off a lot, so we had this big quad there with a trailer on it, taking mud around and all that, and say, Come on, lads, let's get this done and that. And we can, as soon as we get it done, we can get you all in the trailer, take you around over the jumps and all sorts, bounce them out, and everybody <laughs> got killed, really. But um, made it fun, you know what I mean? And yeah. they all got on really well, and they never give me any shit.
1: Yeah, but I think it's some people can't... It's all about education and like how you teach people, I think, yeah. kind of thing. Like, some people can't sit in this, a classroom and be taught through no. paper, kind of thing. No. But doing stuff, they'll, yeah. learn,
4: they'll appreciate it, and they'll learn more, I There think. was a few people had my job before me, <clears throat> and I was like out of college and I learnt about it and they just couldn't cope with them but yeah. when you kind of come from a similar background you know how it works Yeah. so we did that and, and then I was making some gates for the track out of steel and that and I was welding them up and there was this young lad Padger call, and he was a bit of a thieving waster you know what I mean and he was dead interested in me welding this like, how do you do that I says, grab another mask and I'll show you and he was dead interested and all that and like you know Found someone he likes. I said, Here, yeah, you have a go. And he, he, he as a natural, he just talked to it. He just did it straight away. You're like, Fucking, <laughs> oh, that took me ages to learn how to do that. <laughs> anyway, um, I said, You might as well finish him off. You know what I mean? I'll sort off and have a fag in the sky. You know what I mean? <laughs> and he did a really good job of it. And anything welding after that is to get him to do it. And then I showed him how to measure it and cut it and then weld it and all that. And I left that job. And about eight years ago, he turned up at the workshop, because um, had the one just outside here, the first one then, and, and his nice beamer and all that. And I'm like, you know, where you nick that from? <laughs> so like, I'm, oh, I'm a welder on the, oh, and, um, and the power station. Oh, he says, oh. I've got a right good job and all that. Oy. And he's done it, bought his own house and... I'm like, bloody the hell is he going nowhere. So that He's was really that well. almost yeah. brought a tear to me. I'm like, just from taking some time with someone, it yeah. was like a lost cause. It was really good feeling. You know what I mean? Mm. It was yeah, cool. I
1: bet. Yeah, definitely. There's a project in Cardiff actually now for the same thing really with motocross. There's a mm. track down there, and they're, they're doing that kind of just bringing, delinquent kids in kind of
4: thing, and yeah. teaching them how to work on the bikes and stuff. And yeah, it's. It's yeah. a good thing to do, kind of thing. I learn that there's good yeah. in everyone. Do you know what I mean? You've got to bring it out. Yeah. I find mean, probably out. Probably the rest of them are in jail now, but <laughs> he did all right. Do you know what I mean? If you wait with one, it's one little. Will...
1: Yeah, exactly. You're just finding what they're interested in. Mm. What and that's what, what got
4: of... me into sharing information. Do you know what I mean? With, right. Okay. Yeah. With the like Instagram kicked off and all that, and these yeah. forums and all that. Started sharing it. Right? Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I find it more satisfying to actually share something.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know,
2: I think
4: it? it's good. I think that
2: you probably won't. Even realise either how many people look at it and really appreciate yeah.
1: it. There'll be so mm, many, many choice, people out there yeah. that'll
2: yeah that'll take it and, yeah. and use it, and it be and it be something that yeah they use forever yeah. and probably never even acknowledge. Yeah. Not because they don't appreciate it, mm. just because they probably feel like they don't know you and they, yeah. they can't talk to you.
4: Yeah, it's nice to see stuff. I mean, yeah. that board racer there, what I started building, somebody's <laughs> built one, something similar, but they got it featured in a mag, and they actually um, credited me with the idea of making oh, yeah. them fake castings.
1: Oh, really? So I
4: laid off a guy off a forum called Sody or something. Like, <laughs> well, oh, nice one, at least. You know, <laughs> yeah. And he finished his before, my I've been doing it on the go about six years now, and I still ain't not finished it. <laughs> but yeah, it's nice to see people actually take your ideas and that. And, I, mean, I always credit with people. I'll have nicked their idea, you know, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: made
4: it she me own. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, we're all influenced by someone, aren't we? And yeah, we are. Yeah. So you all feed off each other, don't yeah, you? definitely, yeah.
1: And there's some I know, kind of. I, I always think everything's been done
3: before. Really, mm. oh, You can us, do it. Yeah. You can
1: change little things here and there, kind of thing, but pretty much mm.
4: everything's been done before. So yeah, I was and a long time ago, and know it's
1: usually in
0: the
4: 20s and 30s. And you'd be like, "What the hell?" Yeah. Like Vincent's not monoshock and twin drum brakes and things like that. <laughs> and you're like, what do you think, "What the hell?" It's all been done. Yeah. So you've made it pretty clear that you, know, you think that the fashion
2: side of it at the moment is pretty shit.
4: <laughs> the fashion <laughs> what?
2: side. What? How do you feel like? You feel about the whole. I know it's a shit weird, but the scene. Yeah. How do you feel about it at
4: the moment? I don't mind it actually. I mean, there's a few people in it who shouldn't be in it, but that's yeah. not for me to judge. Do you no, know what no. I mean, it's all sort of things me thinking. And <laughs> um, a lot of people are in it for fame and or internet fame. Do you know what I mean? That's mm. not fame, is it? Yeah. I'm, it's I'm not, care, but I they I think it is. They, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some people get too caught up in that side of it. Mm. Yes. And just it, it pisses me off a bit when you see someone. Um, you look on Instagram and they've got like 30,000 followers and they've yeah. just made a seat bracket and because they dress dressed right and they've got a marketing it and, 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 yeah, and you like, it is like, yeah, that's yeah. a bit annoying. you like, well, it's not annoying, but it's like... <sighs> I, I just see like the whole Instagram thing is just a game.
1: It is. It's a complete game. and People are playing it and people are good at mm. playing it. I mean, I, it mean I use
4: it because it's... Yeah,
1: that's the it's the way of the world, it. isn't it, yeah. now. It's free advertising, isn't it? Yeah, it is, yeah. Day, like I've got
4: stuff on there and I've, I've got quite a bit of work from it. Yeah, you know I, mean?
1: I think you will, don't do, you, kind of thing, especially the way mm. s- with p- more people getting into the scene that can't do certain work, whatever kind of thing, then you're mm. going to thrive off that. Like, from that mm. aspect of social media, it's going to be really helpful f- yeah. for... I think one thing it has
2: done is it's brought a lot of people, people that we wouldn't even know each other, you know. Yeah, it's a lot Yeah, of it brings together. a lot of people together. And yeah. also it allows... Things like the shows that go on all through summer—it's yeah. basically allowed that to happen because there, it there, just, there just wouldn't be a platform for everybody to to, to yeah. be informed about it
1: mm. otherwise. It's, like, if you think how many chopper shows there are now compared to uh,
4: five years ago. Oh yeah, yeah. it kind of died a yeah. death, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. it's just the.
2: We still, you know, I mean, mm. those shows were good
4: years ago, but. Yeah, it's just changed. I think it was a bit more real a few years ago.
1: Yeah.
4: Just like, yeah. 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 Uh, now, you, 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 after this show, yeah, yeah. What boots should I wear? <laughs> mean, what boots should I fucking wear? <laughs> when's Fuck the <laughs> water? Yeah, you're <laughs> like, <laughs> gonna get wet. <laughs> you're like, oh, I don't like the fact that my work gear has become fashionable. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> i
4: have been wearing all your life check shirts, jeans, boots, <laughs> all that, and you're like. Because yeah, there is a certain uniform to wear, isn't there? I, I, I have stopped well, wearing check shirts.
1: Yeah. actually, <laughs> I have to say that just because of it.
2: I mean, you've got to, I think you've got to look at it as a point of you've been here doing it forever, yeah, and, and you're doing like yourself, it, yeah. and all of a sudden all these people find you cool. So you've, got to, you've got to see it like that. Like, well, well you the, do, I suppose you and do. You've got to take it as a compliment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, you get really pissed off at it. Yeah, right. <laughs> Way of keeping your head out of the sand, mm. <laughs> yeah, This is the yeah. other
4: thing, though. It's all becoming too acceptable, and that's what I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> so, I so still shit. want to be a bloody tear-away, do you know what I mean? And that. I'm 57 now, and it's like still like 19 in my head. And i yeah. fuck off, you know what I mean? And pipes are dead loud, and like, <laughs> scruffy jeans. No, nah, I don't know. And now people oh, that looks nice. And, oh, fuck off. good. <laughs> it is good for the chopper scene, really. Like, you were actually. talking about
1: like, the Hayride earlier and that was a couple of the, the hot rod drags and stuff like that kind of thing was going on but there wasn't anything else that was mm. like even the hayride wasn't really aimed at choppers kind of thing no like, one, no, no no and that, that was really the I only thing I think a few people I, yeah but a lot of people yeah. <laughs> I advice. think the,
2: well the hayride is a culture, wasn't it and, you yeah a lifestyle and culture thing but I think it was just a place that because of all this social media shit that it was somewhere where everybody could meet up yeah th- that it wasn't was, yeah. going to meet up with a load yeah. of people that have got Billet choppers and sports bikes and all the rest of street mm. fighters and stuff that turn up at them and other shows. Mm. I think it was just something to segregate everybody but keep everybody together at the same time. Mm. And, yeah. Do you mm. see anything else? You know like all this old stuff's come back and a lot of the twists on bikes are all like based around what was done in the sixties and the seventies. Mm. Do you see anything else going? Do you see any more fashions that are gonna uh. blast back?
4: I think I think things are getting on. a little bit sporty think all as well. Ride on
2: mm. or?
4: No, I think <laughs> Triumphs will die a death. I mean, all of, there's, there's a gang of blokes here. who of that paper Onion club. Actually, yeah. they're all in the seventies and that, and they've all got there's about Triumphs still and all that. Yeah. They all ran, but every time, every few up. months <laughs> there's one less of them. You know <laughs> I mean? I think when they're gone, I don't think anybody's going to bother with them to no. be honest. Because a lot of young lads won't have a clue. I mean, RJ, he he. he been brought up with it so he'd know how to start one, you know. What I mean, always tickling the carbs and getting yeah. the TDC, and but I think a lot of people these days can't get their head round. Don't want to hassle it, like, yeah, I think we'll die a death. I could be wrong, I hope I'm wrong, but you'd be ashamed. But yeah, do you yeah. think
2: that this whole fashion thing's going to stay, or do you think that's going to fizzle out? Because it
4: seemed like yeah, more things always in. stay, but they get smaller yeah they're always around there's always diehard there's always know? going to be the core i know? thought it would be gone
2: then. already I yeah, it seems, so, it's
4: getting it seems to be the longest lasting i mean the big wheels they came and went yeah yeah and all that, that ain't
3: coming back but is it i mean come
2: on
4: there's a certain appeal to all the stuff these days and in, in Just, a world with a disposable world where everything's modern and high tech it's nice to get back to basics and yeah. i think a lot of younger people are,
1: it seems there's quite a few Trades coming back, like all the sign writing and stuff. Like yeah. that, like all the hand done. That's the good thing about it. There's, it. There's lots of things. Back.
4: Yeah, mm. it's the creative side again. That's what I like. It's, yeah. I mean, jobs are getting scarcer and scarcer. Yeah. And everybody's good at something. And and if something's cool, we we'll like stick to that. Yeah, I'll try to go along with that. And you know, there might be a good artist and be a good sign writer, and think, oh, I can. Yeah. You know, transfer these skills over to that and. Mm-hmm. People are starting to start making stuff again. Yeah. yeah. And and from a younger age I think. Uh, like from a younger age, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I then, mean there's a lot of lads in the stockers. Some of them are really are uh, pretty young, do you know what I mean? Which is a bit odd sometimes. You laugh for <laughs> right, you feel like a fucking old pedo. Do you know <laughs> <laughs> But they're interested, so you've got a yeah, you've got a keep them interested you know what I mean because it's keeping it alive isn't it yeah. and they're putting their own skater twist on it and all that and
1: yeah exactly
4: a lot of people call that but I quite actually like the skateboard when I was a kid you know, and I think a lot of those BMX
1: motocross guys have started yeah. coming into the chopper scene because it's that creativeness I think yeah. again isn't it? I mean,
4: yeah because the jobs are getting so easy, scarcer kind of it's, mm. it's bringing more people to do things for themselves which yeah. kind of disappeared for a long time yeah but now it seems to be coming back and
3: yeah.
2: I think there's when when you're talking about like you always wanted to go against the green and do to do different than everybody else and you mm-hmm. didn't like what was normal i think that is reflects with skateboarding bmxing yeah. motocross and all these sort of sports and stuff and i think that's why naturally we all have progressed from something like that yeah, and a, yeah and definitely yeah into this. So yeah it's, and it's
1: brought
4: a load of new twists with it yeah. and all which cause yeah. it, i mean it's all right building these so-called period correct choppers but which i hate that term because (laughs) i sense that it's the problem i have with it it kills the creativity because you can buy it all from w and w which is yeah which is good but um they're just becoming fitters
3: yeah Yeah, there's no uh, individuality
4: really but so you get a little bit creative with an hammer and a (laughs) drill
3: (laughs) <laughs> it
4: might lead to better things. I don't know, but <coughs> it's just you just build an old school chopper from a catalog, yeah. which is good in one way because it's quicker and easier. Yeah, and if it, it yeah. gets it out there, but it's killing the creativity. I mean, the oh, seventies chop. You know, what I mean, but the seventies chops wasn't out of a catalog. It was out of people's creativity, like diggers and things. You made it all. You know what I mean? It was. those weird and wonderful. These aren't period correct, to me, they're just. Mm. I don't know but maybe that's a good thing Probably sometimes nice.
2: <laughs> because maybe like the fact that you can buy all of those things
4: from mm. the catalogues maybe I'm just jealous because I couldn't buy anything
3: <laughs> I, think,
2: I
4: think
3: what, I what you were
2: saying before about like bringing more blood into it and having mm. people have a go at it I think all the that stuff that's accessible through the catalogues will give people yeah that enthusiasm to have a go at pe- it for the first time yeah. people and want then, it quicker
4: and faster these yeah, days yeah. and that it does allow that but yeah, then they might yeah.
2: second or third or fourth mm. time start getting a bit more creative and yeah. making stuff. Hopefully, yeah. 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 Yeah.
4: It's, I mean, so. yeah. It's not a bad thing. It's um, I don't know how to say it really. It's
3: mm.
4: it's good and it's bad, I suppose. Yeah. Because mm. yeah. a lot of people don't progress and they just keep putting them together. And yeah. I mean, there's people knocking bikes out who cut in wealth, You know what I mean? Which
1: Yeah.
4: Ain't I, wrong, I, but it's yeah. yeah. Questionable, thing questionable, thing. <laughs> grey area. <laughs> yeah, you know, and unless you've welded it and cut it, you haven't really built it. You've assembled it, which yeah. is good it's... as well. But you know, mm. it's, I like to see people bashing stuff out of steel. and yeah. it's only my personal opinion. I don't diss anybody for it. Really, it's just I think you know,
3: with whatever some people... whatever,
4: you, whatever resources you've got, yeah. and whatever you can mm. do. I mean, if you live in the middle of the city and you have to rent a little garage, you're not going to have welders and millers and no, yeah, right, you can't. Yeah. you're too young. I mean, the stuff I've got. Um, it's just accumulated over, over the years, and mm. I mean yeah. a mate of mine who shares a workshop me—he he, he bought the lathe and that, you know what I mean? Not all of it's mine, yeah, but we share it. And, mm. But yeah, that's difficult to do for a lot of people. Um, it just comes with time. It, so it's not yeah, too bad a thing buying it and bolting it together. No, if
1: that's your capabilities. But anything that keeps cool, it alive. Like, yeah.
4: Anything that keeps it alive can't be bad. No. Know? We do get a little bit, we're old a lot. We all do get a bit Not mm, that young little swap. We can do that and <laughs> bolting it together. That's not how we did it, <laughs> you know what I mean? Being miserable or <laughs> kits yeah. like, I suppose. But Comes with it, the so it's keeping it there, it's, I, don't, I don't mind really. It's, as long as people are alright with me, I'm alright with them, you know what I mean? And I'll always help them or yeah. seek their help, you know what I mean? There's people out there who, who come up with some great ideas and they haven't really built much, and you're like, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. That, again, that's yeah. a good thing about more people coming into it, seeing different points of view and things. Mm-hmm. There's some
4: creative minds
1: out yeah. there Yeah, just ways of doing like things. The other, things that are just yeah.
4: Like, yeah. The other thing is, when you get older, you like, you don't like change, you know what I mean, much. And I think <laughs> that just comes with getting older and. You are know, like, oh, why, why are you doing it? Oh, why? why did you have to do that? No, oh, this is how you do it. People are really stubborn, <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I've, I've I've, lightened up a lot over it, you know what I mean? and mm-hmm. see the positive, because there's no good taking bad ones, So You've got to look positive all the time. And you take yeah. all the positive. They just eat you up and eat like Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, there's people out there who are hipsters and all that. But you meet them, and they're nice people, do you know what I mean? And they've got a bike shop. Great. You yeah, what I mean, At least when all the hipsters get fed up, there's going to be a load of cheap parts like <laughs> miserable are miserable. So.
3: Yeah.
4: I don't mind it. It's it's gonna work. Work. There's a lot of people who don't like it, <laughs> but we won't go into that.
2: <laughs> so what about um, the shows and um, campouts, runs, anything that's going on this year, what are you going to be getting to? Um, Is there certain stuff that you stick to or yeah, hook
4: up one of them, but I, well, I ain't got a bloody really ticket yet. I was oh, skinned when they come out, right. so I'll have a nice word with Chris. i have been sort of uh, I've yeah. been twice, yeah. doesn't
1: do me anymore. Yeah. I talk to James,
4: James for the hook up now.
1: Is yeah, it? it's all on that. All yeah. oh, my mates have got one, I was, I was skinned oh. and I'm like,
4: oh. and then they want one left, I'm like, oh. I'll get one somehow. Yeah. It's just a horrible run for us.
1: Yeah. Real uh, horrible runs. Yeah.
4: A lot of motorway, I don't yeah, like motorways. It?
1: Yeah, there's no decent way to get
5: there, there? No. You That's have to spend
1: like a whole day on the road otherwise.
2: This is
5: going
1: way Coming up here
2: for me because I just get yeah. on the A50 right outside yeah. the
4: house and I'm on it till yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> yeah isn't it? two and a half hours. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah I'll be doing the trip out. I like the trip yeah, out. Right. I like what Andy does and Anna. Yeah, it's, looking yeah, forward to you. keeping it alive. Looking forward to the new venue as well. Yeah, they've got a yeah. yeah I like that like, one like, last year. That was well, what I can remember of it.
1: But yeah. Yeah, that was a good set. I like that.
4: Yeah, it it's was. a shame they
1: couldn't keep it for this year and mm, kind of make more of it kind of thing as mm-hmm. with Anna. It's the thing with when you go to a new venue, you're not too sure how it's gonna work either. No, you're not. So it's a
4: big risk, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're having our own little stock as one in September. Right. Cool. Just a little thing at yeah. of local pub like. Yeah, okay. About a hundred people if that. Nice. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Um
4: what else? Else, um You're coming to our do. You? I am, yeah. That. <laughs> bring a couple of bikes, bring our Jake's Digger S- S- and that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, probably probably another one if I can get one in, if that's alright. Yeah,
2: we will uh, we can sort out. Mm,
4: yeah. But yeah, doing um, what else are we doing? You're doing
2: assembly as well, are you?
4: Assembly, yeah, got to do that. Unfortunately, oh, going I hate Planders? London, but. Do that, get
2: to Flanders, I Um, Chocolates.
4: I've been meaning to go. Yeah, but I need to um, get my passport sorted out. Ran out five years ago, You haven't been yet then. I need ID that I ain't got.
3: (laughs) Are you dead, are you? I think so. local state. They think you're dead, dead, yeah.
4: (laughs) I need my driving licence to. get me passport, but I ain't changed the address oh, you haven't on it. Oh, have got a driving license. Yeah. I've got a driving license, <laughs> yeah. But I ain't changed my address on it, and I need uh, proof like a passport to change the address. So yeah, I'm like right. buggered. I'm like, I'm going to do this. Yeah. And I just keep fobbing it off. And, but I mean, I'm going to do Flanders one day. Yeah, right. Um, what else is there? I um, can't remember. I'm struggling. Yeah, it is. Um,
1: yeah, we've,
2: is been, a... we've been trying to, like, get some... Um, contact with people that are marina on the show so we can try and get them on here for yeah there's talk the, to them about it Like yeah. there's the Southwest. oh it was um,
4: um, motorcycle social doing oh in that. leeds yeah, yeah, yeah leeds. went yeah. to that last year was that right it was yeah good. it was
1: decent good. nice venue kind yeah, of thing
3: yeah.
4: Mm. And the, uh, yeah yeah doing that mm. but we got a little bit involved with the trip out doing this bike build off yeah build off
2: yeah, thing. thing yeah yes yeah. That's a couple of years old now, is
4: it? It is, yeah. Yeah, that just started from it having is. a smoke in the kitchen <laughs> <Yeah. I'd like. laughs> yeah, when we had like,
3: like. Yeah, it was like a build off. Yeah, fancy
4: doing something like that. I mean. It works. There's some real nice bikes that show up there. Right? Yeah, it, it is, yeah. And and I mean, it's turned out year. to be a good thing because that's getting people creative again. Hasn't? Yeah, right. Yeah. What have you,
1: yeah. Yeah, last year, I missed the year before, but last year there were some real nice bikes. Mm. And from guys didn't really know of, kind of thing, like, and it was kind mm, of cool just mm, to mm, see.
3: Mm. Like,
4: yeah, there was a beautiful panhead there, a brown one, last yeah. year. A guy called, I think he calls himself Boat Anchor on um, Instagram. I don't think he'd built a bike before. And it, the amount of yeah. stuff and work he put into it, he'd this little book. Oh, I, uh, I, I sat yeah. and read through it. Like, and Documented it. Yeah, it was really good. And the stuff he'd done, I'm like, you know, I'm off home. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he'd done it before. I'm like, That's it, your it first was girl. great. It was great. You know, it's a, if he's going to do one this year, I'd you know, it should be even better.
3: Maybe.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, are you open shop here? If anybody wants,
3: yeah, to, doing...
2: to come and contact. If we can contact you and come up here and yeah, yeah, for anybody.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not just shoppers. We do all sorts of. Stuff. Is that
2: what it is? You, you don't do
4: repairs like, unless it's no. welding repair or something like that. But they right. do like bike servicing or any of that.
2: All fabrication work and custom. All fabrication, custom
4: stuff. Yeah. Custom yeah, yeah. Stuff, yeah.
2: So how can people contact you? Through Instagram, is that best? Yeah,
4: Instagram, yeah. yeah I don't do Facebook much.
2: Toddy Stocker, at Toddy Stocker are you on? Yeah, absolutely.
4: Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah? yeah. I kind of, I, I'm on Facebook, but I kind of say this. People yeah. arguing yeah. all the time. Getting yeah, they're on them. Instagram, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Like I can't it. Do with it. No, Life's too short for yeah. that
1: shit. It's great yeah. right, to see pictures. Yeah. 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 Sound?
2: So Sweet. Wrap it up, honey. Yeah, I
1: think so. Thanks for... I'm going to talking to us, Yeah. yeah. Mm. It's been good.
2: Good to learn everybody's story. Um, yeah. 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 We'll probably catch you at
1: the hookup probably. If you can get there. Oh, the Assembly, yes. Yeah, assembly's assembly, first, yeah.
4: isn't it? Yeah. 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 So if I can sort someone else into the first tattoo. <laughs> <Wouldn't that laughs> yeah, yeah. On the a tattoo.
3: <laughs> 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 Let
4: his mum killed him when he got out. Oh, he mate.
3: Mum. Bad
4: influence. <laughs>
1: away from the weekend. Ah. Those old guys. It's always just <laughs>
4: stay away from them. What? <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sound.
2: All right.
4: Well,
1: cool. Yeah. Thank
4: well,
1: you very much. That.
2: Thank you. you Thanks for being yeah. interested. Um, made us feel really welcome for
1: the day. Eh? Yeah, man, it was good to be up in his place and there, just to hear what he's up, what, what he's been through, and yeah. Yeah. Right.
2: It's, um, and I think. Um, it the fact that he's so open to share his knowledge—it's—it's
1: um, it's pretty rare, isn't it? Think? To be fair, it's like it's a yeah. rare quality that definitely, and it's—I know I—I yeah. I looked at his work before and like just being like, how the hell do you do that? Yeah. And yeah, the fact that he's willing to tell you and help you know, progress yeah. your—there's
2: a lot of people that are so protective of that knowledge, and I think it just speaks volumes about how. Much he appreciates the choppers and more so the community that is around it as well. Yeah. We try keep it all alive.
1: Yeah, definitely. You can see that in him, can't you? That he's, he wants it to, to thrive and and like just exactly. his his kind of like um, enthusiasm for new builders and and new guys yeah. coming into it, like kind of thing. And yeah, yeah, it, it's cool to see from like.
2: Um, it's nice to see because like obviously he that's how he makes his makes his living, but he's sort of like. In his own trade, <laughs> he giving his knowledge away. But yeah, yeah. it's it not the, it's not
1: the best trait in a businessman, is it? Kind of thing to share that kind of information. But yeah,
2: yeah. And I think it's pretty fair to say that he he, he he loves doing it as much now as when he did when he first first got into it and started.
1: Yeah, you can see that in his face and his eyes just light yeah, up exactly. when he starts talking about that stuff. in there, <laughs> it's inspiring yeah. to be around someone like that as well that is willing to share and kind of yeah, like yeah. encourage and yeah, it's definitely once me yeah I'm, i want to get back into the garage now and start working on new bits and yeah, yeah. he's not old, not
2: trying to attitude as well he's not trying to prove anything to anybody <laughs> no. he's fully light into it. <laughs> it in his own way and that's it yeah yeah yeah,
1: yeah definitely it's yeah
2: cool. so yeah um, anybody who's listening can like you said check him out instagram uh, toddy stocker um, or He'll be around at the shows in summer, and if you need something doing, then speak to him. He's the easiest bloke in the world to speak to, um, at
3: least while he's sober, anyway. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and if you want something done by him,
2: then yeah, you won't be disappointed in his work, definitely. I'll vouch for that myself.
1: Yeah, you've had a bit of work done by him, haven't you? So, yeah, yeah, I he, did,
2: sure. he did a, fr- a frame of mine um, that was. There was something up with the ad stock on it, and I was all for ripping the neck out and um, <laughs> replacing it. the the cast, the neck casting, and right. Okay. You know, like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's just uh, let's just hang on a let's minute. Have let's have a look just, at um, it. <laughs> see if we can see if we can do something with this one. And he put it straight. So yeah, fair play to him. There you go. Can't fault that. <laughs> Probably saved me about five hundred quid. <laughs> nah.
1: that's a good day. Yep.
2: Yeah. yeah. yeah so um, the show
1: six Six down Down chopper show Show. yeah
2: news what have we got
1: we've got a bit going on (laughs) haven't we well for a start what I would like to say is
2: that everybody has been reposting our show and we really appreciate that Um, it's spreading the word around and we're getting loads of positive messages uh, that post, that poster
1: went everywhere didn't it that day yeah right Uh, yeah uh, so we can't thank yeah. everyone enough for posting that around and, and yeah,
2: and loads of interest. It's good news for us. Uh, um, just keeps keeps the fire alive.
1: Yeah, it's yeah, definitely. It's a bit. Yeah. It's encouraging to yeah, yeah hear people's enthusiasm about the show and yeah, encourage us to, to work harder and to make a good show. <laughs> to keep
2: doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When and the pressure now we got putting a good show. <laughs>
2: So um, new details. Pretty much I think we've just gotta we've just gotta get a couple of things out there that we're like we're um we've just come to that stage where we have started to bring in bikes, like what bikes are gonna be putting in the show. Um yeah. what you say, like
1: So There's gonna be like a limited number of like show bikes at the show, if you know what I mean. So we're kind yeah. of like um, really interested to see what's about this year and try and get the best quality of bike we can into that main arena showground yeah. kind of thing and then. Yeah. But it's
2: also a really big venue. so yeah. We have the capacity to to
1: expand and yeah
2: display a lot a lot more bikes than just the show bikes that.
1: Yeah. We, so
2: uh, we, we initially. Bringing in, so yeah,
1: so we're gonna have we're like,
2: like to do is bring that,
1: that chance, like everybody Yeah, we want potential. everybody. We obviously we are having this like handful of not handful, but like this amount of show bikes, kind of thing. But we want everyone's bikes involved, kind of thing. Because,
2: yeah,
1: definitely. The, I we, we both are kind of same bikes are for riding, kind of thing. So we can we can appreciate show bikes, but we also appreciate the guys that ride their bikes yeah. everywhere, and they're just exactly. as worthy being in a show as like a guy that trailers his bike there kind of thing, whatever. Um, exactly. So, what yeah, saying, yeah, we want those guys involved in the show as well. So we've got, I like, guess, we've got the area that we've able to put yeah. those kind of bikes in to display them as well. And yeah, people yeah. can show off how far so, they've yeah. ridden and yeah. So what, we kind of,
2: what we do need to do though, is to keep touch of how many bikes are going to be coming into that. So yeah, for everybody, for everybody that, We would love everybody to take part in this, and for everybody that that is up for it and would like to take part, and the way that we're going to have to do it to make the logistics side of it work. Yeah,
1: just with the logistics
2: coming, is going to have to let us with their bike is going to have to let us know that they're coming.
1: Yeah, Um, exactly. Just with the logistics of the site of the show site kind of thing, we're going to need to know who's coming and where they're going to be at, so we can like get them into the show and. Yeah. the most convenient way possible kind of thing and make
2: Unfortunately, it Unfortunately, we can't just work it on like a first come first basis because it'd just be chaos on the day and, Yeah. yeah. It'll
1: be, so, there'll be so much going on that day anyway we don't really need that stress yeah. on the day so yeah if guys so, want to come to the, to the show on the bikes they've ridden there and stuff um, yeah. just get in touch with us really isn't it
2: yeah just send, send a, a, a direct message on there Six town shop show Instagram page, and yeah. Um, yeah,
1: we can make a note just of it and let who's let coming. And and
2: send us a message and we'll, we'll we'll go through
3: it.
1: Yeah, yeah, send us a message, shoot us a picture of your bike, kind of a little mm-hmm. bit, of some details about the bike as well, and stuff like that. Just yeah. So we, we know what's going on and who's going to be there, and yeah, we can yeah, then yeah. push at what bike's going to turn up and stuff. So, yeah, cool because mm-hmm. the bikes make the show at the end of the day, kind of thing. so that you guys yeah, come in, the more yeah, exactly. Yeah, totally down mm. with that. Um,
3: next thing, I suppose, is uh, sponsors. Yeah, we're, we're at that
2: stage, we've got some sponsors um, cooking in the oven, but um, we're also
1: looking for look, sponsors, looking kind for of more. Yeah, yeah so definitely. Yeah, so any you guys with
3: the
2: shops or
4: builders, yeah
2: again if you're interested if you if you fancy it then send us a message um, at six town chopper show
1: yeah on the on the instagram shoot us a direct message on there and um, yeah we can have a chat and see what we can work out together kind of thing with Mm -hmm. everyone's got different kind of kind of requirements and stuff like that kind of thing so yeah just get in touch and we can see we work together and work with as many people as we can really that kind of thing to
2: absolutely, yeah, to spread the
1: word of the show and to spread the word of people's brands stuff like that kind of thing and people's yeah. garages and workshops and stuff yeah just get in touch
2: yeah Um. I think the only other thing that we've got really that we've been on to progress is the flat track night. yeah uh, we've been
1: down to see Dave yeah
2: uh, so Friday night is going to be flat track racing and then um, a party afterwards.
1: Yeah, at the, at the clubhouse on site, kind of thing. So, yeah, you won't have yeah, to go anywhere. It's just. Day. Yeah, there's a bar on site as well, kind of thing, so you can have some beers as soon as you get there and uh, watch some good racing.
2: Go wild. Yeah. Saturday night, go wild. That'd be a really good name for it as well. <laughs> don't know, go, go wild. wild. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah everything's looking like it's going to be a really entertaining Friday night for us
1: yeah I think um, it'll be a good way to start the weekend off at the show definitely and I think racing. everybody loves
2: to do that get there on Friday and just yeah. go berserk for the Friday yeah, night and definitely I think it's going to be a pretty good place to do that it is isn't it
1: definitely yeah. yeah
2: yeah I'm looking forward to that
1: yeah and I think it would be good for the, some of the tropical guys to see some racing and vice versa kind of thing. Like, Yeah, I mean, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's always, yeah, we've some good good classes there and classes that people will, will, will want to watch kind of thing. And, yeah, yeah it should be exciting yeah. time, exciting Saturday night. Oh, Friday yeah. night, sorry. I'm yeah. yeah.
2: And also, if anybody is listening to this and uh, they're involved, um in the, the DTRA racing or whatever and they fancy I suppose they can get in touch with us too and yeah we can keep them up to date with um, entries and stuff like that if they want to get them, if they want to race
1: yeah if yeah anyone to, any of the guys who race the regular kind of thing want to get uh, an early yeah. entry just shoot us a message as well or see us this weekend at Peterborough yeah. and um yeah definitely <laughs> yeah and we can sort that out mhm Put the name on the shortlist. Yeah, yeah, definitely.
2: So yeah, this weekend. Yeah. Um, Peterborough DTRA it's the MCN Festival. Festival, Festival of or something like that's, that.
1: Time, yeah, I, I can't remember the title now, but yeah, there's this yeah. that's going on this weekend. Um, so the tracks in the middle of the. Showground, I guess, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so. I I haven't, I haven't been there for. I've,
2: I've been there for. What was it? NAS or something like that, I think, years
1: ago. Ah, okay. Was it there, was it? Yeah, oh,
2: a long time ago. Yeah, wow. okay.
1: Yeah,
2: a long time ago.
1: <laughs> I remember it being down um, south for a bit. Was it down south for a while?
2: Yeah, it was um, it, uh, Bath.
1: Yeah, Bath and uh, West, what yeah. What was that called? Shepton Mallet. Was it
2: Shepton Mallet? Yeah. Was, that was it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we did one there. We did one at Peterborough that was, um, yeah, they had like three f- um, start ramps set up in the in the infield of the speedway tracks So
1: oh, yeah. was it in there? Was it okay? Yeah. So, yeah That's that pretty was, tight uh, then. Yeah. So, yeah. So good, it worked. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So racing the Indian this weekend in the Hooligan class. Yeah. And t- taking my Thunder bike as well. So we're gonna race in that yeah. class. So that should be fun, and uh, yeah, it seems like they've got a good schedule for the flat track this year as well. Um, right, okay. Anthony sent us some details earlier in the week, and um, yeah, it should be quite a good kind of a weekend of racing. So yeah. looking forward to it. And the, I, I think check... they
2: got some special guys coming over from the states. To... Yeah,
1: they have, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, there's a handful of really good guys. Uh,
2: same snippets of stuff that's going on
1: on Instagram. Yeah. In we'll the... see. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Get
2: there on Saturday, and you'll see yourselves. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, um, the
1: weather's yeah, weather's looking good this weekend as well. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I think
2: I'm out with the boys on Sunday morning breakfast.
1: Nice. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Go for the breakfast run. Yeah,
1: yes, <laughs> can't fault that. Yeah. But
2: yeah, Sweet. I think that's everything, isn't it? I think. We're um, pretty
1: much covered, aren't we? Yeah, pretty much is. I think for this episode, isn't it? Yeah. Um,
2: so I think. Uh, yeah. We just need to thank Toddy a
1: lot. Yeah, I really uh, appreciate him getting involved with the podcast, being such a like a a new podcast a out there as well, today, and definitely. yeah, just, yeah. He
2: just looked after us and sorted us out. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: showed us way t- around Grimsby did. as well. Showed us the sights, the seaside, and
2: yeah, yeah <laughs> rummled around. We <Played> thought,
3: <laughs> <up>. yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So yeah, good. we found a Taco uh, Bell that you were quite impressed with. If I look at it, you, we found a we found a Taco Bell that you were quite impressed with.
3: Yeah, you were you, you, yeah. oh man, we we go to we go to. Uh,
2: I think we got one in Manchester or something like that. Right, okay. That's the closest for me. And we had no wait, and we go to Cleethorpes
0: and there's
2: one there. <laughs> <laughs> oh right. wait, anyway.
0: uh, yeah, it's all Bakey Wilson's show.
1: <laughs> like the king of fast food, like, it's like oh, fast food, yeah, yeah, Taco Bell, fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. That. <laughs> <laughs>
2: sick of McDonald's, <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, you shouldn't be eating that shit. <laughs> cool.
2: So, we um, are we gonna finish out with Simon's Ills world music segment?
1: Yeah, he's uh been good enough to gone. do a little uh, music segment again for us this episode. So, yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Another another power message from Simon.
1: Yep, definitely. <laughs> yeah, the last episode it was it was cool to hear that, the kind of background of the band and, that he was into and stuff, and from a young yeah, age definitely. as well. So yeah, it's kind of cool.
3: Some of
2: the stuff, some of the stuff he was talking about, like I can remember, I I didn't follow the hardcore scene. I hold my hands up. I didn't follow the hardcore scene. I used to years ago and some of the stuff that he was talking about in that message sort of like rung some bells and from stuff that I yeah. was into like in the, like late 90s early 2000s and um, yeah it's, it's, it's good
3: to see that people are still listening to that stuff too yeah uh, just,
1: yeah
2: definitely yeah it's, it's rare man. it's rare stuff <laughs>
1: uh,
2: proper yeah it's great yeah we'll see what he's got on this weekend
1: yeah definitely man yeah so um, I think we're going to end the show with Simon's Segment. So, yeah. just want to thank everyone again for listening to this episode. Yeah, and yeah, um, thanks everyone. Yeah, and um, um, hopefully catch have you the a, next one. Yeah, hopefully not too long, and we have another episode out. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Cheers thank you very you. much. Cheers, man.
2: See you now.
6: All right, here we are for another episode of the Six Town Podcast um, today. On the subject of music, I've got Charlie here with me from Crypt of the Wizard. Hello, Charlie. All right. Um, Give us a quick lowdown of your role of the shop and Uh, what you do.
5: So I'm the shop manager at Crypt of the Wizard. It's the heavy metal record shop specializing in all types of heavy metal vinyl and uh, other detritus that comes along with that sort of stuff and uh we're pretty much the only people out there doing it in the uk these days so uh we've become quite a um a destination spot we've had, we've been open for just over a year and uh, we've had quite a lot of you know um he- minor heavy metal celebrities through the door as well as customers from <laughs> all over the world and and um uh, yeah, so my, my role is, you know, buying heavy metal records and making people buy them off me.
6: Sounds good. Yes, um, all right. Now you're based in Hackney. I've yes. lived in Hackney kind of on and off before I moved to Leeds um, for maybe 10 or so years and never would have I expected a metal record shop to be a good idea in that part of town um how's what you know what made you guys decide to open up there and um how's it been going
5: i think um we opened there for a few different reasons one is just ease uh, i mean i've lived in East London my whole life i grew up there and um marcus the shop owner who i co-run the place with lives just around the corner so it was obvious for us in terms of ease also um the availability of shopfronts at affordable rates, um, is still possible in Hackney, believe it or not, even though the area's undergone gone sort of massive gentrification as, since, you know, my days. But um, but it's still sort, sort of viable. And also there's a burgeoning record shop sort of uh, culture and obviously strength in numbers with that kind of stuff. We're next door to Cosmos Records. Flashback is just down the road two new record shops Stranger Than Paradise and Tome have opened in the last month in happening. oh wow so yeah, um, yeah so that you know that means that it, if it becomes a bit of a hot spot for it um, that helps as well and also you know we've got good neighbours like like Lanark um, there's a nice beer shop opened opposite now and you know so that develops a little nice walking culture around the area yeah that's great also um, do you by think the flower market and all that stuff so there's mm-hmm. a lot of people out on the street Do you think people were a bit
6: surprised or a bit, you know, about the location or, you know, because generally you think that, you know, heavy metal in the past seems to have been like a thing that you'd find in Camden or, you know.
5: Or in Soho. When I was young, um, you know, it's quite amazing to think that Carnaby Street was just bootleg heavy metal T-shirt shops. Like, as far as the eye could see, Um, there was obviously metalheads and then the legendary Shades records, which closed down about 20 years ago, which was the mecca for metal records in um, in London for a long time. So, um, and then Camden has had a lot of shops over the years selling a lot of metal, uh, but not solely dedicated to it. Or at least not in, in my memory, anyway. Maybe, you know, I'm always trying to find out. I always feel like we surely can't be the only people doing this. It must be someone else, but... Uh, all Ages is a great punk-only shop in Camden. Um, yeah, with a similar vein. So I, it just felt, you know, Camden's expensive. Camden's um, yeah, gross. I mean, personally, <laughs> it's not really a place I want to spend much time. I mean, I do spend a lot of time there because I go. It's, most of the gig venues are still there. I go and see bands in Camden, you know, a couple of times a week. But um, where we are, you know, we're right opposite Hackney City Farm our shop looks out onto, you know, lush greenery and, uh, and, uh, it's still pretty chill, but uh, yeah, it's a schlep for some people. Uh, you know, I get people come from uh, India or Australia, you know, all over Europe and America, and they're just happy to be there. But if people have to come from South London, they never stop bloody moaning. So <laughs> you know, Londoners like to complain about having to take uh, more than a half hour journey anywhere. That so. is true. Um,
6: just a side note if there's a strange noise in the background I'm in fact doing this interview while I am tattooing Oliver's back piece um so don't be alarmed it's not a strange recording just doing some light dentistry and um since this is on a motorcycle um podcast let's throw some motorcycle related questions in there um to me, you know, tattooing, heavy metal, motorbikes—it's all kind of like a a lovely little package that you know works well hand in hand. Um, so, what what would you think? Or you know, is that something that you kind of felt you know as a kid or when you first got into metal?
5: Uh, yeah, I mean absolutely. Like when I was young, I wanted to have tattoos a motorbike and not heavy metal that was it like that was you know when I got my first leather jacket it was you know biker jacket and those those things were all synonymous to me and yeah. the metal I grew up with um wearing bootleg up Eddie Iron Maiden t-shirts and riding a bike or Judas Priest or Saxon it was and motorhead too I mean it was always really heavy in the in the um in the symbolism of, of metal, and, um, and tattoos were just part and part, part of a sort of re- rebel culture. They weren't so much, they didn't seem so much like the, um, the culture itself, but just the sort of scars of having lived in that culture. Yeah, and uh, do,
6: do you think that's still something that's um, kind of seen in metal at the moment, or do you think that's kind of died and just kind of left, you know, the motorcycle side of things has kind of been left
5: behind I think uh, what happened in the 90s was there was this self reflexivity in metal where where everyone started worrying about the cheesiness of it all and wanted to make it really serious so when, they, when people stopped calling it heavy metal and started just calling it metal you know that period where people wanted to make metal sort of cerebral and uh, you know maybe it's just me but I, I like a bit of cheese and I like it kind of you know, dumb sometimes too. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I th- I think that was the breakaway from that that aesthetic that had become kind of cheesy. Yeah, yeah. But then you I know, can see that makes sense. Things go around in circles, and I think there's definitely been a big return to it in the um, in the last sort of decade, especially out of countries like Sweden, where they're just fully embracing, you know, especially English metal's roots with new wave of British heavy metal icons. So, um, so yeah, yeah. I, I think it it comes back around, kind of. Thing. But it always comes around repackaged, right? I mean, that's what I was trying to. I was saying to someone that the other day is that the tension with a shop like ours is that it's at once a heavy metal record shop, but it's also a sort of um, simulation of the record shops we remember from our youth. Yeah. So you are a heavy metal record shop, but you're also trying, like, you're simulating a heavy metal record shop, right? <laughs> Says so yeah, the same I
6: suppose, thing. Yeah. Right? Um, I know both you and Marcus ride motorbikes. Um, had, was that, you know, at, what was the kind of your entry point into that? Was there like any, sp- like specific bands that, you know, you, that used imageries with motorbikes, or you know, was there anything that made you go fuck yeah? I need to I need to get in on some of this. It's
5: really funny because now now I'm like consciously try and think about it. I I. I never really just thought the two things are separate. It's only actually most a lot within talking to you, I realised that actually the, the the bike crowd I like aren't necessarily into metal. Yeah. I just assumed they would be. Yeah, <laughs> and and yeah, the same the same thing. And you know. with the metal crowd, I just assumed they'd all be into bikes. And I don't know why. Uh, and I think Marcus and I have the same strange assumption. So obviously, there's something core there that you believe without maybe having evidence for. Yeah, um, yeah
6: yeah it's the same for me my you know circle of tattoo friends is completely separate to my metal friends which again is completely separate to my you know friends that are into motorcycles yeah whereas to me those are like you know some of my favorite things and to me you know to me just go
5: hand in hand yeah for sure i mean there's so little separation in the imagery and the and the way everyone dresses and, and and the general stuff people are into but you know i I think it's hard for a lot of people to be really into more than one thing. Yeah, um, I know it's hard for me. Like I like other music as well, but I don't no, have the don't. time of day <laughs> for it. You know, I just don't. I like, I don't have the mental space for it. I don't have. I, I listen to you know five new metal records a day for my job. So yeah. when am I going to listen to um, you know some sort of nice folk music or whatever? I just don't have time for it. Uh, I'm sure it's I'm sure it's perfectly fine. All right. Um, name me some of the.
6: You know top three selling records this month at the crypt
5: okay, so this month we have been going gangbusters with the new bellwitch records that that has been impossible to keep in stock um for fans of uh, of absolute instrumental misery <laughs> uh, they're a funeral doom band who've been around for quite some time now, but they just seem to have cracked it with this new album uh it's one long song right it's like an hour and something long and it's just a sort of agonizing miserable but in a way that just hits people right i mean it's got some similarities to uh, like a like sleep smoke or something like that in in its kind of epic nature that's been great uh the new hellas record it's their first album which one of the first um of the kind of scandinavian hard rock bands that who, whose love for ABBA seems to be worn very proudly <laughs> on their sleeves in, in fact sometimes I play it in the shop it feels a little bit like inappropriate <laughs> it's, it's kind of a bit disco in places okay but it's got a real also proggy deep purple sound to it um, so those two have been those two have been really killer um, and uh, um I'd say a record that we just got back in stock that has been selling really well all year is the Occulta album um, that came out just last year um, Night Without End it's called yeah fantastic album I mean it's just so incredible and I think I think um, it's a really good entryway into black metal for a lot of people because it's it's accessible it's punky but at the same time it's so well um uh, put together, it's so it, it's so precise. It's not accidental that it took them seven years to to produce an album from when they put their demo out. You know, yeah. they really like laboured over it, but it doesn't feel laboured. It feels totally just loose, and it's an incredible record. I, I still listen to it really regularly. Fantastic. Um, yeah, that's a good um, festival. Three.
6: that's three, isn't it? Yeah, cool. <laughs> um, all right, uh, we'll end this on a cheesy question. Excellent. Give me. Three tracks that when you hear them, you just want to ride your motorcycle
5: through the wind. Oh, I think um, three tracks. Well, um, I think it's for me, maybe it's connected to a sort of cheesier end of, of, of hard rock and heavy metal, uh, but then again, also. There's something about the sort of repetitive monot- repetitive monotony of riding a bike that is kind of meditative, which gives you the space to listen to really repetitive meditative music. So I'd say a band like Ride for Revenge would work really <laughs> well for me. Just, you know, the sort of almost like brain damage black metal where just <laughs> the same riff repeats over and over and over and over again.
6: Done for reckless driving
5: with that one, I reckon. Um but then uh i would probably feel pretty happy with the wind in my hair listening to um in trance by scorpions <laughs> that's pretty cheesy and then best of all um iron horse by motorhead that's Gosh, the one man yeah, i mean that's, that's, that's the best ode to a motorcycle ever written um, uh, uh, gives me uh gives me goosebumps still thinking about that song so I i be pretty happy with that with that those, playlist those, that playlist uh, taking me taking me pretty much anywhere
6: great all right thanks for your time thanks for uh, pleasure chatting you. and um, yeah Crypto the Wizard worth checking out it's in London Hackney give them a follow on Instagram buy some cool records they've always got interesting stuff in there um, cool all right on to some music thank you all right simon i'm back again and seeing as i just asked charlie what songs made him want to ride his motorbike it got me thinking what my answer would be and that will be the next track that we're playing which is um gotta get away by poison idea um not actually sure if that's about a motorcycle in the song but it could well be um, I knew I said at last um, episode of the podcast I was going to play just metal stuff that no one would have heard of before. But the sun's out and I've changed my mind. So we're having a bit of a, you know, a little break for some hardcore punk. What will you? Um, I actually first heard this track when I was a young grunger. And I had a copy of the Crow soundtrack. And um, Pantera do an amazing cover of this um, Poison Idea song, The Badge. And I remember thinking that was one of the coolest songs on the soundtrack. Although it was confusing because it was the soundtrack to The Crow, yet the song had samples from the taxi driver, which was a bit confusing. Uh, Anyway, that led me on to... finding out about poison idea and yeah this next song makes me think of riding a motorcycle enjoy